Hello and welcome to the Switching to Plan B podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Jumbo. And today we'll be reviewing the Australian Grand Prix. Tires are okay for Plan B. Right, so we'll start with Leclerc. Yes, P1. Yeah, and Grand Slam. Yeah, very dominant by him really. Um, I wouldn't say Red Bull were really that much of a threat all weekend, surprisingly. He just looks like he's in a zone. Yeah. I would say definitely what we would call in the creative sector, the flow state. Yeah. I don't know, I went all like very posh there when I did that. I even did air quotes as well. What's happened? The flow state um, where everything's kind of aligning and working well. You're in the zone. Yeah. That's what sports people call it. You're in the zone. Yeah. Um, it can also be said in the element, in your element. In your element. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, look, was definitely in his element, let's say. Yeah. Just... Did so well all weekend, really. Um, even even that Ferrari bouncing around like crazy as well down the straight seemed fine. Yeah. Like he got, what was it, to Grand Slam. So yeah, fastest lap, P1 in qualifying and uh, race winner in the actual race as well. Just very dominant performance. I, I thought it would be closer. I thought Max would have given him more of a, a challenge than he did. Yeah, but if we move on to Max... He didn't. Ha- he doesn't seem too happy with his car at the moment. I mean, he, he's annoyed with the fact he keeps breaking down. Yeah, unacceptable apparently. Um, which I can kind of half understand his frustration with that. But it's his second DNF. Yeah, out of he, three he's races, a long way behind already. Yeah, he's only finished one of the three races, as you say, and that's a lot of points he's dropped. Well, a maximum of fifty-two points if he'd won and got fastest lap in both of those already. Yeah. So a theoretical fifty-two points. From zero to zero is that that's going to hurt the reigning world champion. Yeah. But like you, I think you were going to go and say he he doesn't look quite comfortable in that car though. No. Because the second safety car restart, which is the thing I most thought this is going to be Max's prime. He's definitely going to go for this because last season he would have done and tried going around the outside into turn one of the, uh, I was going to say, no, I don't know what I was going to say, but of, of Leclerc. And he just didn't. No. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Why has he not? Why has he not gone for that? Because I was just expecting Max just to send it because he does. Yeah, and, and that's didn't. where I was saying that I feel like he's not a hundred percent comfortable with the car, so he's not really trying to push it because he's not sure where the limit is. Yeah, well, which would make sense because yeah. um, you know the noise we've heard we've heard coming out of it that it is a more understeery car than an oversteery car, which is more to Perez's liking than Max's liking. Yeah. So yeah, and and then the fact that it just keeps. We won't quite exactly quote what he said, but basically it just keeps pooing itself. It um, does, yeah. Bless the car. Yeah, it, yeah. Doesn't doesn't look good. No, doesn't look good. No. I'm sure. I'm sure Red Bull will come back though. Like Horner said, he'd rather fix a faster car than a and uh, have a fast. Was it a fast, unreliable car than a slow, reliable one? Yeah. But technically, the slow, reliable Mercedes is ahead of them. So you could also say the slow, reliable. Mm, it is a bit like I a hare and a tortoise sort of analogy yeah. there a little bit. It will be interesting to see what happens. Mm. Moving on to Carlos, probably should have gotten, I don't know, P2 or something. Well, based on how quick Leclerc was, and bearing in mind, I think Science was first or top of the charts for FP1 yeah. on Friday. Yeah. And it just went downhill from there. It so, did, so yeah. You would, and yeah, if you think how good Leclerc is, I, I think with Science... I think his bad luck started on qualifying and then it just race day. You would have thought that he'd been able to pick back the points, um, but it just it just kind of 
gotten worse? I think sometimes when you think about things too much, he's, he almost tried to overdo stuff. Like he went back at the beginning because Andy saw because he had to change his steering wheel on the yeah. grid, which wasn't yeah. ideal. And then it was like, he tried to overtake when the tires weren't fully up to temperature. So he didn't have as much grip, went out wide and ended up beaching himself. It was a very un-Carlos thing. He's normally quite a patient, picks his move sort of thing. I think it's almost like he got a little bit of red mist and just wanted to try and get past everyone on that lap. Yeah. And it just didn't, it just went from bad to worse from him. I just think another title contender that DNF'd or a possible title contender that DNF'd and Leclerc is just laughing at the moment. He's so far ahead of everyone. Yeah. I was really disappointed because he uh, used my turbo points. Turbo driver, yeah, same. Yeah, Carlos is uh, going to lose a lot of points. I, th- I think you actually get double minus points. They get minus points, that you get double minus points. Oh, uh, it's all right. So I was we're, already we're gonna, bottom of the league. We're going to have a shocker there. Yeah. <laughs> in fantasy F1. Um, so, Checo, Russell and Hamilton uh, battle for third. It was quite interesting. Yeah, throughout the race, wasn't it? There yeah. was one point where it looked like Hamilton got the upper hand over Checo. And that was quite good driving between the two of them. They always do though, don't they? It was quite, yeah, even last year, I thought the battle between those two was really good. Yeah, they, they, I think that they, I think because they're maturer drivers. Right. I think that they, they understand each other a little bit more and they know how far you can push someone. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that's just a theory I have, but it's it's interesting that they are older drivers that seem to have been in the sports for a long time. I think Checo's been in there for eleven seasons. I think this is Hamilton's sixteenth season, so they're definitely nowhere near rookies. Yeah, um, yeah. and it is just interesting that they they have really good battles. Yeah, and I kind of think that if they if if this is what it's going to be like for the rest of the year, um, it's going to make Perez a much better driver having Lewis pushing him. Yeah, I agree with that, but to counter balance that i do think checo's already a pretty good driver as it is yeah but i wouldn't say he's in the same league as hamilton no no and so i was you mean a bit like will... how max kind of stepped up yeah last year when you're yeah. when you're fighting at the front and a bit like leclerc's done this season i think yeah once he's got the car he's kind of gotten to another level because it's like someone that's fighting for that position you have to try and defend it you have to come become better don't you yeah yeah so i think that's what it is like he's gonna not that he's not a good driver he's just gonna yeah step it up get better improve mm. and speaking of that russell i think we're starting to see him i mean i thought he was a good driver already but this season he looks very comfortable yeah in that mercedes already yeah and lewis is like oh, they've got a good relationship at the moment and i hope it stays like that but i don't know he, he just looks i very mean they, settled, won't, really they won't be contending for championship i don't think um i mean i know it's too early to tell but it does look slow but he's it's, I can just, I've got a fear and in Russell back of my brain. And Russell is P2 at the moment, so you never know. But that, that's amazing that it's P2, but I just have this notion that Mercedes are all of a sudden, they're just going to click and all of a sudden they're going to have massive yeah. pace just out of nowhere. Yeah. And they're going to be right up there because it, it will be the, the most Mercedes thing to do. Yeah. Just all of a sudden turn up one weekend and the package is just unbelievable. Yeah. And it will stay like that as well. Yeah. So Russell got P3 in the end. And Checo yeah, P2. Which you were claiming is his first actual podium. Yeah. Because I don't count sparks. To yeah. me, that was not a race. Uh, Russell did mention that. He's like, I count it though. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, to be fair, that, that qualifying performance deserved a P2. Uh, It does. It just, it just wasn't it just, it a just race. It just wasn't a race. But we, we won't go back into the, no. the craziness of Spa last year. Um, going down the grid, we got McLaren 
P5 and P6. Big shock. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no. I think I said um, Ricardo podium. I, th- I think we both said that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, uh, we just said our of, surprise. Just out of pure hope. But I think, um, yeah, I, I Jenny wasn't thinking that they would get, like, that, that's solid points. That Five is, and six. It was like, good. That was really yeah. good, yeah. And just interesting that it seems to be a bit track specific. Like, yeah. All of a sudden, you know, they, they didn't do very well in the Middle East, but seem to be back on a different circuit. It seems to be fine again. So it's very, and we very had strange. Haas, Alfa Romeo and Alfa Tauri completely drop. Yeah. It is the midfield is, is going to be interesting this yeah. year, I think. Because I, I, I assumed that the Ferrari powered cars, they look so good in the first two races. And then they just sort of dropped right back. Yeah. Almost. And what's interesting is the Ferrari and the Red Bull, they're both doing okay. Obviously, Max DNF, but they still have the pace. But then other Ferrari-powered cars, they're not doing... They, they don't show the same... No, consistency. Consistency, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that would be. There was a rumour that they were saying on Ted's notebook, or he was saying that maybe Ferrari have given them... Turned turn down their engines or something so oh, they can't compete yeah. with them. And I was thinking, but they weren't the, actually was about the, with them anyway. No, it was about the Haas, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, They were worried, so they, they some, turned down the engines. There's some weird rumours going yeah. around at the moment. So, uh, <laughs> Probably yeah. Haas fans hating on Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Haas fans? Is that a thing? I don't even know. Well, there must be some. I mean, I think there's a lot of Schumacher fans. And I, I mean, everyone seems to like K-Mag as well. So, but I don't know if they're Haas fans... Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think you have Gunter Steiner fans. But yes. I don't know if they're Haas fans. I think everyone's If you're a Haas Steiner fan, fan, let us know. Because I'm intrigued to see if there is like Haas to Fossey. I just can't picture it in my head. No. Maybe, maybe because the American, it's an American team. Maybe, maybe there are Americans yeah, that, that are like... Yeah, that would make sense. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'm just being a bit naive there. Maybe we should start Haas to Fossey. Yeah. Hashtag Haas to Fossey. <laughs> With the Gunter Steiner logo. Yeah. Yeah, look good. Anyway, back to the race. Mm. Albon had quite an interesting strategy. Yeah, the, I think probably the most the most interesting strategy, I think. Yeah. Just stay out forever until basically you have to come in. The, last, the last lap. lap. Yeah. Yeah. It did it just worked, didn't it? I was it looking did. at it going, I don't think this is gonna work. They're gonna lose. I don't know why they're doing this, because they're just gonna they're gonna get out the points anyway, because he was P seven at the time. Yeah. Oh, this is stupid. And all of a sudden, he's there in P ten. Yeah. At the end. And I was Getting like, a point. Fair play. Yeah. Because let's be that honest. That was impressive. That Williams, as well as that Aston Martin, they're rubbish. They are rubbish. They're, they're really bad. It's really sad. I feel so sorry for them. Yeah, same. I, I quite like both of those those teams and, and their drivers. But I just think, yeah, it doesn't look good for those two, does it? They're no. Like, if you've got Ferrari and Red Bull at the top, they are, and they're consistently at the top. Aston and Williams is consistently at the bottom at the moment. I know, yeah. I, what I wanted to say about Aston, we had Seb back this week. We did. It's good to see him. It is good to see him. But he had the worst weekend. I was going to say, a terrible weekend. Just everything went wrong. Yeah. Although we did enjoy seeing him on his motorbike. I think someone said, and I, it's, I don't think it's true, but he probably had more time on that scooter than he did in his actual car. Because he was on that scooter, <laughs> scooter a lot. Scooter for ages. Because he's going, for... going a lot slower than, than no, but even an F1 think, car, How many it? times did he crash? Like three times, I think. So that's three yeah. goes on the scooter. Yeah. I don't think it actually is right. He definitely would no. have spent more time in the F1 car, but he did spend a lot of time on those scooters this weekend as well. Yeah. He seemed to be enjoying it, though, as much as you could do. Uh, yeah. 
But as much as Aston, just in general, was terrible. It was just slow, wasn't it? The Aston looked a bit slow. And then Stroll got in a weird situation with Latifi during qualifying. Yes. Yeah, which they was had just a crash. peculiar. I'm not sure what was going on there. And then, I don't know, he just seemed to be doing... He got a five-second time penalty for weaving on the straights. And Again, then, that was... It, it, he's been doing some questionable things, I think, Stroll. Um, he's always saying it's not his fault. And I'm just a bit like, but you're in the middle of all of these things, so... At some point, you have to take part of the blame as well. Yeah, because be it's like, like there's, there's my bad judgment. I was trying to not let Bottas get past. Yeah, because he did. He shoved Bottas off the track as well. Yeah. It's like he, he was like the hating on Bottas for some reason. I don't know why. It just I don't know. Bottas was just constantly receiving the worst of Stroll. Yeah. <laughs> Does not deserve it. No. Poor Bottas. <laughs> yeah, the pants situation as well. So was it fireproof pants? And yeah, we have, they have, the drivers have to have fireproof pants. Fireproof. Appar <laughs> fireproof. Apparently it was already a, a rule, but they hadn't clamped down on it. So my, my theory on this is, is that they saw Drive Survive and they saw George Russell's pants. Right. And they went, they're not cotton pants, they're cotton pants, they're going to set on fire. So we should blame George Russell for this. <laughs> I reckon so. I reckon it's Drive Survive's invading privacy sort of thing. Yeah. At least they're wearing pants, I guess. Yeah. It could be Bottas. Well, I assume he wears pants for racing, but when he's in the sauna... Oh, when he was on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I was going to say is that, also, what I don't get is, who's going to check if they're wearing fireproof pants? Yeah. Who, imagine that's... I reckon that's Michael Massey's new job. Go on, oh, Michael. You've got to go him. and check the drivers have got fireproof pants on for safety. <laughs> and what's to check? A little... A I little, don't know. Uh, torch, Marika, like blow torches, you blow, know, blow torch their pants. Yeah, can you feel this, George? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's got his fireproof pants on. Yeah. But what I don't get about it, like all joking aside, is that you've got the fireproof overalls on, you've then got the fireproof like long johns or underwear sort of thing on. So, why does it matter? That's two fireproof layers. Why does it matter if they've got comfortable pants on that are cotton underneath that's supposed and that to be breathable? Um. To be honest, I don't know. But this also goes on to the second weird part of this, is that the piercings and jewellery side of stuff. You're yeah. now not allowed to wear any jewellery. No. And I think this is also weird because, again, it's under fireproof. It's not going out the car. Yeah. It's not hurting anyone. All it's doing is kind of um, giving these F1 drivers less personality. They're making them all the same and they're all going to be boring robots again. Because that's yeah. what's one of the things that's done really well with F1 is that Lewis has his own personality. Lando and Ricardo, they are hilarious and they're allowed to express themselves a little bit more than we were before. Mm. So it's a bit like if you if you start cramping down on this stuff, how far does it go? Are you not allowed tattoos anymore? You've got to cover all your tattoos. And all yeah. of this stuff, like how far does it go? Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I don't understand the jewellery thing, to be honest. I don't even understand the pants thing, to be honest. Uh, I can understand the pants more because it's like, you know, it relates back to safety and fire. But jewellery, I'm not sure it does make a difference. No, I don't think it does. I don't, it's, it's not hurt anyone, is it? No. And the other rule that they did this weekend, that just reminded me, is the Max Verstappen side-by-side -side at the safety car restarts is not allowed anymore. Which, yeah, I mean, it's not technically yeah, it's Max Verstappen's rule, but um, they didn't say it's Max Verstappen. No, but... 
I understand why they've done it, but I also don't think it was hurting anyone. No. I thought it was mind games and I quite like that. A yeah. little bit of gamesmanship. And I think that is the other thing I was going to say is that, in fact, I think it actually hindered him more than it did the other drivers anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it made it a little bit more exciting because you're like, oh, he's really pushing him here. Like, uh, I find it annoying, but it doesn't, again, it wasn't like a safety issue. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where that's come from. Yeah. That's out of the three of those. That's the one I understand the most. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, just going through the grid, uh, obviously Clerk getting 26 points. Uh, great weekend for him. Perez P2, Russell P3, Hamilton P4. We said McLaren uh, fifth and sixth. Uh, Ocon P7, six points. Yeah, it's quite a race for Ocon, I think. Yeah, no, I, don't, I was going to say, I don't think I actually saw him at all. Um, P8 was Bottas, again, quite a quiet race. Don't remember too much going on there, um, but had a better race than uh, qualifying. Pierre Gasly P9. Yeah. That's a solid result. He's always in the points. And then Albon OP10, picking up the solitary point at the end. Joe Guan Yu P11, Stroll P12, Schumacher and Mags, Magnussen 13th and 14th. So actually Schumacher end, ended up ahead of Magnussen. Um, I think it's the first time he's done that this season. Yeah. Uh, Sonoda 15th, Latifi 16th, probably the quietest race he's had all season, um, especially after qualifying that weird incident with Stroll. Yeah. Um, and Alonso was 17th. Because he had to stop again because those medium tyres didn't work for him towards yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. He nearly got fastest lap as well. Uh, Taking it away from Leclerc at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, nearly? nearly. And then our DNFs were Verstappen, Vettel and Signs. That's it for today. We'll be back next week. Um, in the meantime, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we now have an Instagram account. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, if you... We'll post an image of each of the podcasts if you want to leave a comment, questions just say hello um we'll be checking it and we'll get back to you yeah and if you have questions hopefully they'll end up in this podcast Mm -hmm. there'll be a link in the bio on the instagram that you can go to all the links uh f1 fantasy uh our website and um spotify and all the other things youtube as well everything you ever need so the f1 fantasy link is there because we need to get more people in there so that we can be even further down in the leaks especially after this week we had a shocker this week i think um we will do predictions and stuff next Next week's podcast so check in for that and yeah all right so have a good week everyone and we will see you in the next episode take care see ya Tires are okay for plan B.